You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I gotta say, if this were a presidential election, like it would be a landslide, oh my God. a record win. For me, in this you would situation. totally be the Trump winner then, because it is a mistruth to which you are winning with. I, it is not a mistruth. What are you talking about? That's a perfectly you worded did not, question. But that is not fair. Because if it was, if it, it is, maybe you worded the question properly. But the situation that no. we're in right now is not the way that you're, you worded the question. You're being the Trump. You're saying it's rigged. It is not rigged. It you just can't rigged. handle the actual facts oh, that are being presented you to you. Cheater! You cheater! All right, we're going to see what people think about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We do have a special guest that uh, stopped by the studio earlier today, and that is Sam Marill. So he is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. That's September 30th, 2016, and the next day. And the next day, whatever one is. Is it October 1st tomorrow? Or is it, it is October, October 1st. Okay. Tomorrow. I never remember how many days are in the month. Well, no, 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 Greg, no. It's not October 1st tomorrow. It's the start of my birthday month tomorrow. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, anyway. That's what starts Sam Rill will be here uh, on uh, Fun Employment Radio. So we're going to play that interview here in just a little bit. He's awesome. He's been on a bunch of different things. We'll talk about that here. And we've got a lot of other things that we want to get to. However, there is a great debate that is going on here at the Fun Employment Radio studio. An uninformed debate. I I don't like the way that you've done this. It is not an uninformed debate. There is something we need your help with. So whatever you're doing right now, go to, uh, well, if it's in the next 24 hours anyway, you can still vote vote on this. If you go to our our uh, Twitter page, which is at FunEmpRadio, F-U-N-E-M-P Radio, we have a poll up right now. Now, I'm going to read this poll, and I want to make it clear, and too. And then we both get both sides of the debate, because I need to tell my side. Are you, gonna, are you done interrupting? Interrupting me? <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the poll. I'm going to read what the poll is. And you agreed to this question, so you cannot dispute that part. You agreed. I read it out loud you to you. You did not read it out loud to I me. did, too, read no, it out loud No, no, no. You said that you were making a poll. Okay, we're not having you... a debate about the poll. Here's the poll. You said the you were doing posted. a poll, and I said, fine, you can put up a poll. Here is the poll. <clears throat> and then Sarah and I, maybe each one of us can give our side of this and give our impassioned uh, reason why we think you should vote one way or another. Is that fair? Can we agree to that? Can okay. we agree to this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Especially in this particular instance. Okay. Yes. So the poll is this. It starts off, true or false? When getting fast food for more than one person, the extra fries that fall out in the bag belong to the driver. All right. First of all, that is not a relevant statement because you know what? When you say fall out... Sometimes it means like they're jostled around a bit. I actually, I actively saw you remove fries from my bag and dump them into That's your bag. Irrelevant to the question. The, the it question is at not hand. irrelevant. It is irrelevant. There is a question that's being presented here, and I believe you should answer the question. Sarah, no, I do not believe. If I was driving, and if I went to get food. Mm-hmm. For us, which I did yesterday, so it was Greg's turn to go get food today. And uh, there, nobody's disputing the f- the getting of the food. I'm saying there's a tradition 
and there is, you know, there's a social there's no norm. Tradition. You're just making things up. And now. a moral compass that's that should be uh, adhered to when it comes to this. All right. Uh, moral compass aside, we each got the same. So uh, Greg got us both. So uh, we did go and get fast food. Oh, having a little cash. trouble rationalizing this. No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying I just feel embarrassed that we're talking about fries because we're eating like shit today. And uh, so we both got a regular sized fry. So there are two regular sized fries in the bag that Greg Nibbler is carrying. So he decides to pick up one of the fries, which both of them have kind of spilled over everywhere. You go ahead and give your side of the story. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell so you that is not correct. what he does is he pinches the side of one of the bags, spilling some of the fries that were inside of there, and gave me the bag of half-filled fries, therefore claiming the rest of the fries for his own that were in, like rolling around in the bag because he said they were his since he drove after he dumped my fries out. So you're calling shenanigans on this. Yes, I'm I, calling shenanigans. I'm calling you, yeah. I am disputing your shenanigans. Untruth. I 100% dispute your shenanigans. And I'd like to give the actual factual uh, series of events that occurred here. Now, yes, I benevolently went and got us food today. And we did get two fries. What does that fr- even mean? <laughs> Out of the kindness of my heart. So I went and got us food. And I drove. I drove over there. Sarah here stayed oh, at the he, studio. He drove whopping three blocks relaxing, away. Oh, taking it easy. And that's fine. Hard. I wanted her to relax. I'm willing to do that. You did not want so me to relax. I went, so there I was going to get these, these uh, you know, our food, which was a burger and a couple of fries. Now, here is the longstanding tradition that I believe most people adhere to. Number one, I did not pinch one of the fries. Yes, you did. You picked it up from the side and I did dumped not. some of them back into the bag and then that claimed all of them as yours. False. And besides the point, that is false. <sighs> Don't okay, pretend like th- I'm a liar. Uh, John and Boring is asking, uh, good point, Simone. Greg, did you order any fries? Yes. There were two fries. We both that ordered were, the same size Both fries. ordered the same size of fry. And they were put into the bag. The bag stayed upright the entire time in my car. It did too. I rolled it over and I kept it. No, they did not spill out of the bag. You're all like hunchy and bungy when you come. You're like running in with like it on your side, like you're a football player. It was not upright the whole time. The the it was upright. It was upright the entire time. Now I brought it in. There were two fries in there. I didn't even take the first fry out. Sarah took a first fry out. No, you kept eating. No, you were eating them out of the bag, which is because not, they were too large. Which is fri- not appropriate. I, I didn't interrupt you during your during your time to speak. Yes, you did. I well, I don't recall that at all. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> so these two fries. Here's here's the the main issue. Here is not your you're misconstruing the facts you know it's the main issue is this when that happens when the fries are placed in there by the attendant who gives you the fries that's how they're placed now you take those two things out there's always going to be fry spillage that goes to the bottom of the bag that's always going to happen there's always spillage that spillage i believe rightfully belongs to the person who did the actual driving to go get the food and now they're the ones that are doing more work if you will when it comes to acquiring the food. Therefore, they deserve the spoils of the spillage. The spillage fries belong to the driver. That's just a fact no, of life. No, it's not. And that's morally the right thing to do. It is not moral. It is The spillage fries aren't 
half of a bag of fries. The spillage fries are two or three that fall off of the top. Yes, you are entitled to those fries. You can have the two or three that fall off. You cannot so have one half I'm of correct. the bag. So no, you're no, saying no, I'm correct. I am not. I'm saying you're incorrect. I believe she has conceded. No, I am saying you're incorrect because if half of the bag spills, those aren't spillage fries. Those are my fries that I'm supposed to have that fell out of the bag that you, as the responsible food bringer, need to make sure that I get my proper order. If you're sitting there saying that you're being a good person and getting the order, you have to make sure it's a proper one. Because if you can't do it properly, then you don't deserve the spoils. Now, am I the one to dispute how the Lord spills the fries in the bag? No. I'm not going to dispute that. That's how nature took its course. Now, the bottom line is, the bottom line is this. Those fries do spill. And I believe the person who did more work deserves more of the fries. What work did you do? Drive like drive this, three blocks away? Is this communist Russia we live in where we all split three it all up? Three blocks away listening I'm to saying, one of your like, shitty sports radio stations being like, oh yeah, ordering something and then driving back? That was like, it that is was more, hard working? I'm not saying it was hard working. I'm saying it was more work. And therefore, the spillage fries uh, should should rightfully and fairly go to the person who did the driving. Mm-mm, I disagree. The, the and I driver think most of the economy. I with you. Well, no, actually, that's not true. So our poll is up now. Because you worded it because you didn't say, oh, and by the way, I dumped half of Sarah's bag <laughs> of fries into the bag and then I'm calling them spillage fries and really I dumped that is Sarah's so fries. so irrelevant. Okay, the question uh, that's, that was proposed was when getting fast food for more than one person, the quote-unquote extra fries that fall out in the bag belong to the driver. So the results See, are so far... you even yep. misworded it. Extra fries. You didn't say somebody else's fries. They're the, the extra fries. They're always extra fries. Those are fries. not... No, you are eating my fries. Those are not extra fries. Okay. Those are the ones that are my order. How do you know that? Because I had another because bag. Because half of my bag was gone. It was not... That is... Patently yes. false. It is not because I saw you get out your giant bag of fries and I only had half as much in mine. <sighs> what would you have us do in your your perfect world? Uh, in my perfect world, uh, you would take out your fries. I would take out my sad half-empty bag and then take the fries that fell out of it, fill it until we have equal sizes of fries, and then we're good to go. It's being asked. What the- I want is equality, Greg. What you want is just male dominance. Uh, quality is fine. I don't want male dominance. This doesn't have anything to do with with male or female. Well, you're the one saying it that, has to do that with you driver don't think I deserve not... fries. What, are you calling me fat? <laughs> no, I am not. What I'm saying is there were extra spillage fries. The spillage fries belong to the person who did the driving. That's all it is. Did the driver take proper care of transporting the food? It's being asked. Yes, the driver took no. very proper care. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And you to say falsely is is merely making things up, and you weren't there to witness it. And I'm telling you, the bag stayed completely upright the entire way. Um, I do not believe your assurance. Uh, well, it they did. It's just a fact it did. And now here's the bottom line. What do the people say? And that's what really this comes down to. How do the people... Want I don't to feel choose. that people are properly represented on Twitter, particularly since I you think, didn't specify the fact that you spilled half of my fries, I and now you're eating basically I, a, a fry and a half, and I ate, I got half a fry. I did not. But here is the bottom line. I think the people should really be the ones deciding this. It's not about us. It's not about you or I. It's not about what's happening right now in this particular situation. It's about how we treat each other throughout our daily lives. 
Every day, people are going to get fast food, and every day, someone's getting robbed of those spillage fries that they rightfully They're deserve. They're not a spillage fry. For doing that extra work. Order. I believe when you work hard, you should you should be able to receive the rewards and the benefits that go along with that hard work. And that hard work of driving and ordering that, talking? The, that food means spillage fries occur. It's right. a fact of life Our, and nature. And I believe those spillage fries belong they're not spillage to you. Fries. They're half of the my one order. out there, and I'm talking to you, the one out there that's working hard. All right, that's Greg, doing the extra work. Our friend Nipples in the driving. chat says, this is like the Brinks dr- truck driver taking a, uh, a few stacks of bills because they fall off and he put in the extra work of driving them around. <laughs> well, I mean, if that works, Fine. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get away with that. Um, I, but that Eddie, who voted on uh, at Twitter, he actually says that he feels like he was misled when he was voting. He is not by misled. You. He is not misled by your wording. You completely misled people. The wording is right there. I'm sorry if you're taking it taking it personal, but here's the bottom line: sixty four percent of respondents agree. With me, and I thank you, sixty-four percent out there. The thirty-six percent who are claiming false as of this moment. You know, I hope you've learned a little bit today. And All I right. Hope so you what I'm saying is that if your... you if you go to twitter.com, twitter.com/slash/funempradio, please vote false because Greg is lying to you, and you deserve better than that. Many people have told me that my theories on these fries are correct. I have people telling me all the time, I'm getting messages from all kinds of people that are saying, Greg, you're right about this. You've the spillage fries. You've had tremendous success with your Tremendous, theories. tremendous success. Mm. And I think what you're doing is sad, and I think it's wrong, and I think you're misleading. And uh, I'm just, I really have to, I really have to get that out there. Mm. I mean, I just think that what I'm doing is right. Well, our poll is on the cyber, so mm-hmm. try and find, yeah, so mm-hmm. let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. All right, so sneaky from- Sarah, I think, is what a lot of people have been calling oh, you. Oh, yeah. Because you're trying to sneak somebody else's and greedy fries. Greedy Greg, that's <laughs> what he is. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that's the bottom line. I think that we I think we all know yeah. where this is. All stands. right. It's being said now, new poll, now that we know the full story, would anyone ever trust Greg to go get them fries? What do you mean? I'm not stealing anybody's fries. You are. So what What you did is unethical. No, it is not unethical. So you say that like both of us get orders of fries. It just so happens that you get the bag that's totally full and the extra fries. I did the hard work of getting these fries and sneaky Sarah's over there trying to steal a bunch of mine. Or, but, you know, the spillage. The spillage fries. She got her share. Okay. I don't so even want to talk about I don't even want to ever eat fries again after this conversation. Sneaky, sir. All right. Greedy Greg. (laughs) You can vote now. Make your voice heard at twitter.com slash funampradio. All right. Should we go ahead and play our interview? Yeah. Because we do need to get that in there. Yeah. So, and, and... it's, it's a great interview. So it's with Sam Marill. He is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. He's been on a bunch of different things. You can We kind of reference some of it because he's on this series that was called uh, like Comedy Roasts, Comedy Central's mm. Roasts, and Roast Battles. Starts, yeah, and that's what he starts talking about. He does bring up some stuff. He talks about, I mean, we'll just say it because it's on there. He talks about uh, Steve Ranazisi, who we've had on the show before. Steve Ranazisi is the comedian from The League, and he was... Um, the one that... Said also, that he was in the towers. He, well, um, he's, yeah, he said he was at Ground Zero or in one of the towers. Or, no, he yeah. said he was like in the tower and that he escaped and stuff. Yeah, during, on nine eleven. On nine eleven, and that was exposed as false recently. We've had him on the show since then. Uh, you know, you can read all about that online, and he's admitted to it. Uh, but part of one of those things for the roast battle that Sam Morell was part of was he went against Steve Ranazisi, and he was pretty merciless and went after the nine eleven lying thing. So we talk about that. He was also on America's Got Talent. He's been on Conan, a ton of different things. Really funny guy. And so here we go. We'll play our interview with him now. It is Sam Marill. Oh, and then we have to talk about my pants after, too. 
And then we'll talk about Sarah's pants. That's a tease. Stay tuned to find out what happened to Sarah's pants (laughs) right after our interview with Sam Marill. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I feel weird because I've just been watching your roast videos right now. Oh, no. Like, just before you came in here. <laughs> That's not a no-no. They're <laughs> no, good. it was good. No, it was great. Well, one of them was heavily edited. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I want to find out about the that. The Rana's Easy one was heavily edited. <gasps> really? It was uncomfortable. Oh, damn. Okay. Can we can we talk to you about um, it? Sure. Awesome. Joining us now on Fun Employment Radio, we have Sam Rill. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were watching. It was uncomfortable yeah. when I was listening to it, but they cut out some of it? Yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh, We've had we had Stephen here. Lo- I don't know, six yeah. months ago or something. No, like that, oh, longer than maybe that, longer. Than well, that. You but can't it was believe after. anything he said. Is he yeah. Now? yeah, yeah. It was right yeah. after. Um, yeah, all that all that shit came out. Was this part of his apology tour of America? <laughs> I don't know. So so what happened you, with? The, so they, I mean, it was just. Here's the thing: uh-huh. when you're roasting someone, it's got to be fun. Like yeah. Sarah and I in round two were having fun. I I liked her. I think it was pretty clear that. We did not like each other. Yeah, and that's when it got weird. And oh, man. Uh, and I think, uh, which yeah. he's, he's referencing Steve uh, Resnici, who's the guy Run who it. lied about being in the in the Twin Towers on September 11th. Yeah, yeah, in case yeah. You, yeah, in case you missed that story. Yeah, yeah, and he. I mean, I kind of took it to another level, messing with him leading up to it. Like I posted a picture of him, like kind of pulling on, tugging on his shirt that said "Never Forget." Oh, so I was damn. doing stuff like kind of. So you're tor- getting, getting in his head. head. I was torturing him a little bit, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, yeah, I just didn't like him. I decided he yeah. did some stuff that I won't even say, mm. but like I just made a decision at a certain point. I was like, yeah, maybe he's all right. My, one of my yeah. friends spoke so highly of him, but then I like I'm like, no, nah, I trust my instincts. I know I'm a New Yorker. I know that's why yeah, they put me against like, because I'm a New yeah. Yorker, mm-hmm. and I just like, yeah, you know, I kind of I trust my. Well, yeah, my, just, my instinct is right. I think. Yeah, sometimes you just fundamentally don't click with somebody, and you just don't like them. And regardless of how many people like that you know like them, you're not going to get along. Well, what's funny is when you do a roast, is everyone comes up to you and they just like they're like, "Do it for like me. I have a personal beef with this guy." <laughs> they like it's so for personal for everybody, and you're like, "Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of entertainment at the end of the day." But that one yeah. didn't feel like it. That one, like, I had a friend who's like an EMT. And he was oh, like, damn. he's like, yeah. he's like, that guy is garbage. And like, so I had people like really hate him. And, and that's personal. It got edited. Point, he yeah. went on some stuff that I can't talk about, but he said some stuff that was like a little personal about like people I cared about. And that couldn't be aired because it was like, dude, you're roasting me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he just came off like kind of creepy and it was kind of like the talk of the fest, I think. Wow. Oh. But, uh, you know, I wish him. <laughs> but yeah. you wish him nothing yeah. but the best. Yeah, I guess. Wow, that's I mean, fascinating, the behind the scenes of that. Sure, I, yeah, sure. I mean, I, no idea. I don't care about it. Right? I mean, it was just yeah. embarrassing to hear how poorly he did during the I mean, I was terrible, too, part. because the thing is, when someone eats it like that, it's kind of like brings the whole show down, then I got uncomfortable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was like, it It was weird to watch him flub his opening line. Oh, God. And then, so then I so kind of, right. mine was bad. So it was just a bad, it was bad TV, but then yeah. Sarah, Tiana, and I kind of got along, so it was... Uh, it just made for better TV. It was as simple yeah. as that. Yeah, it just clicks better. Sure. Just works better. Well, you've done a lot more than just that roast. Right. You've done no, lots, yeah. You've done many Don't reduce me to just an uncomfortable... Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that was Sam right One here. heavily edited roast. <laughs> yeah. No, you have. I mean, you've done so many different things. I mean, you know, from writing on Colbert Report. And I was wondering, like... I never wrote for it. I did stand-up Stand-up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Well, then the Wikipedia page that I, I looked I up. I interned for him when I Intern. was in college. Whoops! And, and it just people no, I, think that that was like a plan that I end up doing stand up. It was. It was not. It was not a nine year plan. Oh yeah. What did you? What was your internship for? I just was like an errand boy for them. I just if they needed okay. something weird okay. for the show, I'd like go to Harlem to get an anchor or something weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like things as random as that. You know. Oh, so, that's yeah, what okay, I had to do cool. when I was an intern at a radio station here in town. You're always just running and getting the random stuff. Right. Yeah. Or I always had to mail out a bunch of like prize packs. That's what I had to do. Yeah. Exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like stickers and all right. But yeah. he was always cool. He was always like a cool guy. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. So you've been on Colbert. You've been on Conan a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, but do you have like a favorite show that you've been on? Um, I mean, Conan's like it's kind of special to me just because uh, they really get stand up. I think over there, just like yeah. behind the scenes, they really get it. Yeah, uh, Colbert was great. Uh, doing a half hour for Comedy Central was great. Yeah. Uh, any any TV thing where you know you have control, final cut mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess you don't on. Um, any of those, but you know that it's all going to make it for the most part. Whereas, like, if I do a show like America's Got Talent or, or Last Comic, one of those reality type shows, I don't know what's going to air. I don't know how I'm going to be portrayed. Right. You know, so it's there's that extra pressure where you're like, well, they only care about ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Whereas these other shows are like, no, this is the set and here it is. Yeah, yeah. we like this person. Yeah. They, Let people they decide the on their own yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, so I mean, with America's Got Talent, when you do your set, that's true, because they do all the backstory oh, stuff. They, and... By the way, the most horrible show business experience. Was it just really? terrible? I mean, it's you just it's amazing how they treat people. I mean, first off, you don't get paid to be on set. So I'd be what? there for like 15-hour days consecutively. You don't get paid. You don't get any kind of a talent fee or nothing? nothing. There's nothing? Nothing. Which, is, which wow. should be illegal. That, that yeah. should be should illegal. Be Especially illegal. for national not, television. And exactly. They don't. Exactly. Oh, like, that's messed up. Not only that, legal? Not yeah. only that, it's like they're ordering like this great food from craft services. Like they're having like enchiladas and stuff. And we're eating like Welch's grape snacks on set. <laughs> oh and I'm like, oh, cannot getting paid. Exactly. Damn. Not, oh, and then I get there <laughs> for my second round. By the way, oh, here's another. I'm, this is people don't understand. I do. I do round one. I get a standing ovation, which with the way they cut it was so freaking funny because um, I get. All right. So it's 5000 people. I'm like Pasadena. Uh you know, difficult circumstances. You get you're there. I was there for like 15 hours, just sitting around, and then you just go on. It's not like you're Damn. in a good headspace. Yeah. Granted, it's worse for if you're like a dancer. I don't have to stretch or anything. These people have to stay loose for like 15 hours. Oh man. You know what I mean? I can go never knowing. I don't need. I don't need. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they, these poor people have to like really be together. I go out there, and it goes well. It goes really well. I got a standing no. Uh, even Simon, he was the only guy that didn't stand. Yeah, all the, all the even the judges stood, but Simon didn't. Simon was like played it cool, and he's like, you know, I uh, he's a guy. I really am shocked that you were funny, and it's like, oh, that that's nice that you seem like a really uh, optimistic person. He's, he's like, but you're very funny. I'm like, well, I guess that's like good for him, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. So then I leave, and I'm like, well, I did it. I'm like texting my mom. I'm like, oh my god, I did it. Uh, and then, and then they're like, "Well, we don't know if he moved on yet." And I'm like, "Well, all four judges gave me resounding yeses." So, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah but you have to sign the thing saying that not everyone who they say yes to gets an actual yes." And I'm like, "You people are the worst people. So you are. Awful. It's it's you guys, and then ISIS is how I look at it." But uh, so then it's like it's like such an emotional roller coaster. And then I move on to the next round, and. And they finally give me the yes. I move on. 
and I crush again. I couldn't. I mean, like, I didn't get a standing O, but I, here's the thing: I get there at 10 a.m. and I go on at midnight. Whoa! Exactly. It's that's tough, right? Yeah. And they're like making me do all this. All they do it to everyone. They treat us all terribly. They're they're trying to get you to talk trash about other people on the show. Which thank God I was able to dodge. Are they just trying to get you all in like a bad mood by making you sit there for hours and yeah, hours? Yeah, they're trying to make you irritable. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make you nervous and irritable. Yeah. They want they want to see a car crash. Yeah. And then they um that's what I'm talking about. Like Conan, you're in the green room. They're like, can I get you anything? It's it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um. They don't, they try to script it. It's written. Like any reality show you see is written, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, it's weirdly more fake than, you know. Like a, a soap opera yeah, or like anything? A so- yeah, any other <laughs> right. show. So they're like, so if you win the million dollars, how would you feel? And I'm like, you know, I, I mean, it'd be great, but I kind of like, you, you have to do like a residency in Vegas, and I hate Vegas. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's a big deal. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's not really my, I'm a New Yorker, it's not really my thing. And they're just like, yeah, but like, wouldn't it be? I'm like, that's my answer, <laughs> and you guys can use it or not. And then like, they would start to piss me off, so I would just be really kind of condescending in the interviews. And I'm like, I got a message from one of the editing guys who was like, I'm dying, <laughs> like going through your footage. It's insanely. Vo- can I curse on this? Oh yeah. Okay, so basically, there's one part where they'd make me Facetime a girl I was dating, and they'd be like, like, what's going on? And it got to the point where they were just like, they would like say this to her, and I'm like. You can't, you don't get to tell me how to interact with right. a, a girl I'm dating. You don't get to control the dialogue. And they're like, well, what if you say this? And I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to say. Honey, I miss it when your pussy lips are on my face. And they were just <laughs> like, uh, the woman was just like, like Jesus Christ. And I would just do shit like that. For, and, I, and, the, and the crew would be like losing it because they were like, what the hell? They're used, to deal, they're used to dealing with like a mom-son dance team. They're not used to dealing with, they're used to dealing with these people that like come from like poverty and are just like, winning this would be, we'll do anything. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't really want to be here at this point. I hate you guys. Biggest like, gross. I, I mean, it's, it's like a shocker that I didn't move. And of course, they move a mime on instead of me, which is like, you know. Wait, did you say a mime? He was a great mime. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, but he's still a mime. But yeah. he was uh, a... Really no, his name's community. Tape face, and he's great. He was like Tape really face? good. Yeah, he was very good. Okay, but uh, it's still kind of like, why are you like, you why are you? They moved on like people that were terrible in my round. I, there was yeah. a guy who was like swa- swallowing power tools, and the whole time the crowd's like, ah, ah, like in horror. And they're like, and the judges were like, well, that was like we couldn't watch it because it was so terrible. But I guess it's a talent. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but aren't you trying to sell a show in Vegas? Isn't that the point of the show? Yeah. So I'm like, you you couldn't watch this, and you're like, I guess we'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, expect somebody to doing. pay to go see that. Did the guy who was eating the things win? I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I didn't watch. Yeah. But then there was a, and it's like everything about the show like makes you. There was like a kid on it who was like a nice kid, but he's like 18. He's been homeschooled his whole life, and he's trying to be a comedian, oh. and. And it's like, he's just in a different place in his life. Like, by the way, homeschooling your kid, yeah, let's put him in front of 12 million people immediately. Right. No transition. Yeah. That's healthy. Uh, and then he, like, he had, like, three minutes of material. Like, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like oh, I guess I'll do these jokes this week. This kid is like, I, have to, I moved on. I have to write a new song. He was like a musical comic. <laughs> so and that like, was it. So that he's, was like all work, he's like workshopping his new bit. Oh, shit. On America's Got That. And it went horribly. And it was like, 
And it was like, you know, so he's having fun at this point because he's like, he's like, why know I'm out? I'm like, why kill it? I'm probably moving forward, I would think. Like, everyone's like, well, you clearly move forward. And then they're just like, and the and next round, this was a hard decision. Tape face. And I'm just like, <laughs> and then I got like me messages because they're like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I'm pretty baffled to be, I mean, I killed. I don't know what else I could do. And, and people were like, you jerk. You were baffled by the, you're like, you're a terrible person. But Aren't you supporting someone else? Tape yeah, face. exactly. I'm like, no, I was, I was sleep deprived they put me in a I I was in a hotel with construction so I couldn't sleep oh damn so it's like these long days and no sleep every like there couldn't be it couldn't be worse it's like it was all orchestrated to drive you insane Mm. it feels that way yeah I mean and then on top of it they're just like um yeah, they just treat you pretty horribly. The, I knew they weren't going to cut me because I got Amy Schumer to do a video for me. Nice. So I knew once like she was involved, I was mm. like, oh, there's such, there's such star fuckers over there. Oh, for sure. That yeah. They're just like, oh, we'll use Amy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm safe in this week. We can't get rid of the safe. guy that's Amy's friend. <laughs> yeah, she like did a shtick FaceTiming me where she was like, she was like, ever since I met you, I've known that you have it. And, <laughs> and by it, I mean the human papillomavirus. <laughs> and I was shocked they kept that in, but that's what, because that, there's such a PC show, but like, yeah. they're such star fuckers. The way they edited me was like, it was, uh, it was great because the editing is, it's so corny that, in my first round, I got a standing O, so they, but, they, but they didn't give me my two episodes. Uh-huh. They, they put, put it in a one. Uh-huh. It was a oh, cool so they, segment. It was a cool segment they did. Okay. But they basically, like, they just cut one of my jokes from the round one where I, I told this joke about a fart in an elevator. And it kills, but it's like, it's a good joke, but it's like, it's kind of weird that they kind of show it out of context. And then they just show a cutting of, like, the judges all stand and give me a standing ovation. <laughs> and I'm just like, so it's like, I tell this fart joke, and everyone's like, yes! Yes! yes. But it was like, it was a longer set than that, but it just looks like I told this one fart joke. And they're like, yes! You did it! America's behind you. So, uh,. <laughs> so reality TV is that not in the cards for you again? I mean, I don't think I can handle it. The whole yeah. time I was like, I was like becoming a person I was, and I was like screaming at my manager's assistant. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what are they doing to me? <laughs> How long did this process go? Like, it went on for a while because I was only in two rounds, and then my buddy went to the final five last year, and it did like nothing for his career. So it's, that's discouraging too. Oh man, you uh, say, who's your buddy? Gary Veter. Okay, okay, he's a deadpan. Joke guy, very funny joker. Because Mike Kaplan nice. was in on Mike's a friend too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was in a couple years ago. I, th- I feel like or like he last was the year, same year yeah. as Gary. He got knocked okay. out too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah look, the, the other thing that hurt me was like Simon Cowell was like, um, I mean, he doesn't know comedy. You know, yeah. he knows music, Mm-mm. obviously, right? But like and Howard how to make Stern, money on music. Howard Stern was in the comics corner. Like every time he was like, comedy is hard. Like I support this. But, like, Simon Cowell was, like, he was the only guy in round two. Round one, he, they didn't air his critique on me because he was the only negative one. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, George Lopez was a guest judge, and he was, like, yeah, it's good. Like, he was cool. Uh, by the way, does George Lopez have stock in the song Lowrider? Why is he? Why does that song play every time he goes anywhere? I feel like that song is that what it is? Dun, 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 dun. So then... Uh, oh, God, now ha- I'm never going to be able to unhear that. I know. Yeah. I know, it's horrible. Uh, and then it was like, even Heidi and Mel, Mel B, I, th- I think I could have boned Mel B. Yeah. I, think, I think so. Probably not, but I, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> I mean, no, she was like, every time I was on, she was like, she was like, I feel like, like you're really cute. I'm like, yeah, you feel that, right? And she was like, she'd be like, all right, that's enough. But, uh, <laughs> but then like Howie was really cool and then... Um, they were all, and then they were all very complimentary. And then, then Simon, my second round was like, 
yeah, you just your energy your energy as a comic is kind of like it, it makes me feel tired, <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, I mean, I've been back there for like 15 hours. Yeah. You right. know, like, you don't <laughs> yeah. feed us. I think it was like a cold sandwich you got us. Uh, oh, man. And then, like, uh, he just kind of was like, well, I mean, you're not bad. Like, you're good. I liked you better in round one. And it's like, there's nothing you could, like, you're just like, yeah, I mean, I'm tired. So, yeah. Uh, and the crowd's just like, no, we liked it. Like, the crowds were surprisingly nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've seen videos where they just, like, boo someone when they come out. <laughs> like, like, it's the white Apollo. It's brutal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But the, yeah, it was. So the audience who's actively watching a reality show about people trying to showcase their talents is like booing people. It's just not weird. Well, that I feel is like, weird. I feel like comedy's only been like accepted on that show as of recent. Like comedy's mm. only been accepted in in that type of setting because people prefer music. People prefer. Mm. And, and I ran to Howie Mandel in Montreal a few weeks after I got mm. eliminated in the show, and he was like, "Let me tell you something." Like that's like that wasn't fair. What happened to you? Like you did great. Like, mm-hmm. but the show is, um, but the show is, you know, it it kind of likes weird acts. Like mm. they yeah. kind of are bigger. That's what that show likes. And he's like, but you're a really good comic. It's really really nice. And he's like, and I'd love to work with you. And I was like, all right, here's my number. He's like, all right, that's enough. I mean, I was kind of just saying. <laughs> that. You can tell he was like, I don't really want to, <laughs> but he was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was really. I'm messy. He was really nice. Well, I mean, it's always yeah. good with that kind of experience because you know what you don't want to do. Emily. Yeah, <laughs> how he's nice because yeah. he'll compliment you. He's a germaphobe, so he won't shake your hand. I'm like, that. He's like, no, that's a, stay away oh, from yeah. me. Yeah. That was like we've had Paul Mooney in a couple times, and he doesn't. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't shake wow. hands. No, nah, well, that's because you're white. That's I why. Know. You shake no, your that's hand. what we thought too. Yeah, yeah. no, the, but uh, we got but, a hug the second time. But yeah. he still doesn't. You want to hear a great hands. Paul Mooney story? I yeah. do want to hear a great. Paul I bombed story. the Omarosa roast when I was like 21. Okay, and Paul Mooney's a roast master. And, oh, talk about a great intro he gave me. Here's my intro. I was like a kid. I think this is like what I wrote. I didn't know anything about comedy. I did some, it's called So You Think You Can Roast. I get introduced. I, here's how it happens. They were like, it was like an open call for roasting. And I go to an open call and I crush. I somehow crush. Like I wasn't good enough to be doing as well as I did. But I wrote good jokes. Yeah. And... And I was really confident because I was that young and stupid and delusional. <laughs> so I get to an actual roast. I'm at the Friars Club. And it's like, you know, Rich Voss is on it. And I knew who he was. And he gives me shit about this all the time now when I see him. He, I saw him like two nights ago. And he was like, remember where we met? I'm like, yeah, you bring it up every time I see him. <laughs> yeah, He's remember. like, remember that, Bonnie? <laughs> um, she's like, no. And I'm like, thank God. Uh, <laughs> Because I remember it. And Paul Mooney just eats it. He's just like, he's so casually eating it, too. Like, he, he's so jaded he like by no the business. <laughs> he just doesn't care. He's just like, somehow, he's like, somehow his set is white people's fault, too. I don't know how, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just like, he's like, and another thing. Uh, and he's like casually bombing. Omarosa is having no fun. She's just there for the money. She doesn't <laughs> smile at one joke all night. Uh, so I remember. Uh, he brings me up as your next comedian, uh, like Sam Kinison and Rodney Dangerfield and Richard Pryor. I knew all of them, all uh, great comedians, all dead. <laughs> Sam Morell, everybody. <laughs> 100% is how he brings me up. And th- there's a video of it where they cut to my face, and I'm just like, I'm like, what? What happened? I'm terrified. I go up, out of the gate, I riff on something, it gets nothing. I'm like, oh, crap. Then I just go into jokes. Bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> I'm getting nothing. I'm just like, fuck it, I'll power. I didn't have the confidence to riff on the set at the time. I just kind of took a bomb on the chin. It was pretty brutal. And I remember Rich Voss at one point goes on after me, 
And he bombs a joke, and he goes, if you guys don't laugh, I'm bringing Sam back, and it killed. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a rough night, man. I still remember that night. <laughs> so this is right That's, when you were starting? Oh, I was, yeah, I was pretty young. I mean, it was not, uh, it was not good. Yeah. I always remember that night. That's the kind of thing that can scar someone, you know, if you don't if you don't have enough self confidence. Oh, I w- it was it was brutal. Yeah. I mean I, I mean I, I was like, maybe I can't do this. It was not good. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, Paul Mooney when he first came in, like he kinda looked at us like I heard you guys are fucking funny. He's like, You better be funny. I'm like, Oh god. It yeah. was it was terrifying. Oh, yeah, Paul it was, is it like was pretty terrifying. <laughs> he's like become more social justice funny than actual funny at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me tell you what's wrong with this. And you're like, all right, well, better be a punchline somewhere. Is it he white would people? go on to Caroline's and fucking show up like like two hours into his show. So some poor host would be doing like an hour and 30. And it'd be like, yeah, your crowd doesn't want to see some white guy do an hour and 30, Paul. Yeah. And he'd be like, mm. like brush you good. away, just brush you away. Yeah. Oh, I got his manners and stuff. Oh, you've got it down pat. Paul is a, he is a... He's a handful. Well, have you spent yeah. a lot of time uh, on the West Coast doing comedy? Like, have you been to Portland before? I've never been to Portland. What I've do been you to think? the West Coast. I mean, w- so far it's... I like it. I go by how crowds <laughs> react to pedophile jokes on stage, and you yeah. guys so far are doing a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, all right, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Very open-minded to pedophile jokes. Here yeah, you guys. Uh, last night was fun, and uh, I'm liking everyone I meet so far. You know, and uh, it's it's definitely been. Cool. Who are you uh, performing with here? Uh, Alex, uh-huh. uh, what? What is Alex Falcone? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And what was the other Jake? What's his name? Silverman. Jake Silverman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Alex. Uh, yeah, I don't know Jake. They did a good job both. Alex is awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, nice. Well, and that's at Helium Comedy Club. For anybody who doesn't know, so that's happening tonight and tomorrow, seven thirty and ten o'clock. Seven thirty and ten p.m. Shows both nights. Yeah, and it's going to be kind of gross and gray outside this weekend. So you might yeah. as well just go and see some awesome comedy. <laughs> yeah. Because Sam doesn't bomb anymore. <laughs> now he's hilarious. No, I don't shine shoes no more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got to ask though before we end, since you you did come you know come in on the Blazers thing, Knicks. So how do you think this year? Well, here's what I think. Derrick Rose is clearly, at best, a bad person. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. I know. I'm like, right after you guys at got best, him, I'm he's like, he's pretty oh. miserable. I'm like, <laughs> it's funny. It's like we were worried about his knees mm-hmm. holding up, but now we're worried about his character. And try to, it's like, <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, God damn it, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. Just fucking be decent. How hard is it? You're so, How hard you is hit it to be the, decent? You yeah. won the lottery genetically. And you're going to fucking do that? Yeah. I'm excited for Joe Kim Noah, even though we overpaid him, because like, he's such a New York guy mm. that he's mm-hmm. like, I'm psyched. I love him. Uh, I love Porzingis. Uh, I mean, Porzingis yeah, is... Yeah, Porzingis is going to be great. He's he's what we pray for. He's uh-huh. like, he is the guy that we're like, we never get a good guy in the draft, and we got him. Um I I like the way Melo's game has matured. Like he gets such a bad rap in New York, but he's like, you know what? He's never he the one year we got him help, we made it. We were a second round team. I think we just need to get him a good team, and he and he just needs to kind of he he lets the game once he trusts his teammates. He's a solid player. I like yeah. Melo. Uh, and then Courtney Lee, we got some we got some fun players. So. Mm-hmm. It seems like the Knicks always have one of those teams though, where you've got like a bunch of good players, and then something doesn't click 
Yeah, you that's know? it's just how it's always yeah. been. It's 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 upsetting. It's, yeah, it, they're a hard team to root for. You know, <laughs> Portland right. looks good this year. I mean, yeah, I saw that you gave yeah, a shout out to decent. Damian Lillard. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just look like, hey, you're gonna come check out my set. Did Mason Plumley came to the cellar one night. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that's I, so awesome. I, I met him at the cellar. He was he hung out the whole night. He nice. He stuck around for a late night chef for us. A tell. <laughs> Uh, a roast thing where he he kind of hung. He was he seemed cool, but uh, yeah, you guys got McCollum and Lillard and yeah. I mean, like, who would have thought you guys p- would pull it together after losing Aldridge? Right, I know. Yeah, yeah. I figured good. it was going to be like a three year rebuild at least. But that shows how but, good Lillard is. Is that mm-hmm. he's like, how is that guy never an all star? He's the most underrated mm-hmm. player in the league. Oh yeah, I mean, that's well, what happens was, every single year. Whenever he that was happens. a couple of years, but yeah, how he wasn't this year, and I have no before. idea. It's been two straight yeah. years. I think yeah. and he's like mm-hmm. his numbers and on a winning team the guy's a stud well man. on a team without Aldridge like you lose your best player and yet still he kept him I in do it miss Aldridge. shows how good the league is though yeah. that McCollum can just step in and yeah just, I mean and you guys got Evan Turner now who's like a nice complimentary piece mm-hmm. and uh and you guys have Aminu I think still right so it's yeah like, we got Aminu and so then, you can play uh, small ball with those guys yeah with the four and uh, when you guys talking basketball, I used to know a lot more when we worked for the Blazers. But <laughs> that's when you were paid to know more. <laughs> when I was paid to know a lot. <laughs> I love, I love the NBA. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm all in on it. Basketball yeah, is the sport favorite. that I enjoy watching the most. I will it's the say best. that. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Soccer is so infuriating. I have so many friends that watch. Do you watch soccer at all? Uh, no, I don't really like it. I don't I, like it either. Soccer's it ends big in here a, because of the Timbers. I mean, those yeah. are the only two teams that we have. And it so. can end in a tie. Sure. You it watch it for big, 90 minutes and it ends 0-0 and everyone's excited. I'm like, I don't understand. should ever end in a tie. Ever. There's just not there's enough a winner times. and a loser. Hmm. There's not enough. To ch- I have My ADD is so bad and there's not enough to cheer for in soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like they'll just... They're like, oh, like, yes, they dribbled past the... Oh, okay. I mean, that was it? <laughs> that yeah. lost it. All right. Did you say dribbling? Yeah, well, that's, that's what, what it's called. called. Do yeah. they dribble it in soccer? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it's called. Oh. oh I'm not that much of a Philistine. Come on. All right. <laughs> I got a couple. I, I know, I I know like, casual soccer. I <laughs> Technically, it's football, but, you know. <laughs> oh, God, and there are all those people in Portland. They're like, oh, I'm supporting our football team. I'm like, you live in Portland, <laughs> no, shut fucking up. Oregon. It's soccer. Shut up. It's yes. soccer. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Brits love to condescend. And they love to be like, well, actually, well, we know what you call it, all right? <laughs> what do you guys aware. call cigarettes over there, all right? <laughs> You're behind in some ways, let's face it. Sam, where is the best place that people can follow follow you and your adventures and everything that, all you're, those, that you're up to? All those at, like, all the annoying things. social media things that I've had to get on. It's it's Sam Morell on all of them, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, M-O-R-R-I-L. Awesome. And uh, that's my website, tour dates. Uh, I'm all over, so... Coming uh coming upcoming months, I think I'll be in like Chicago and DC and uh, Philly, and I'll I'll be all over. So, nice. so just look out for it. Awesome! Okay. But this weekend, be sure to check them out at Helium. Uh, Portland, tonight. my first yeah. time through. Yeah. Next time I'm coming during basketball season. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, definitely do. Well, get your tickets heliumcomedy.com. Go see Sam. Four shows. Definitely go check them out. Sam, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having this me. Was this was a delight. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. This is awesome. Thanks, Sam. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That line is pretty good for anybody, oh, yeah. for the the soccer line. No, he was very funny. I like him a lot. That's no, I I, I like that line. Mm. Um, but anyway, there we go. All right, so yeah, that was Sam Rill. He is going to be at Helium Comedy Club, so you can go check him out or follow him on uh, all of his social medias mm-hmm. that he's got going on there. the medias of social. All right, Sarah. 
So we're starting to run out of time. We have so many different things to get to today. We I know. I to- wanted to talk about the thing that happened with my pants, but I figure <laughs> we could do that. We could probably go for that on Monday. Okay. So we might have to talk about that because we've got a few things that we might have to Because I'm not quite sure what I, what I should do because I don't want to look like a criminal. So I need some advice uh, from people. Don't lead in with that because already now I want to talk about it. I know. Well, we'll just have to wait till Monday. Typical sneaky Sarah mm-hmm. trying to get oh, out of whatever, the situation. whatever, greedy Greg. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have some Baltimore. Talk that needs to be done. Oh, God, it's like your prediction thing, isn't it? Oh, it's coming up. What, where I'm always 100% right? Yeah. No, I think you were actually... Must be rough. Honestly, Greg, last weekend, I know because our pal Tony always makes sure to do the updates. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Greg was zero for three in his predictions last weekend. Zero What, according to Tony? were correct. I don't know if I believe no, that. No, according to life. According to I don't know. the games that were Sounds played. Sounds a little suspect if you ask me. Oh, my God. I remember being almost entirely correct. But we'll have to ver- verify that later. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Got a couple of things here in Ball Talk today that are coming up. So, uh, there's this. This is kind of cool. The Ryder Cup is going on. Sarah, do you know what the Ryder Cup is? I do not. Okay, the Ryder Cup is an annual, I believe it's annual, uh, competition between American golfers and European golfers. So there's Team America and Team Europe. Okay. And they compete against each other. In, it's kind of just like team a fun America. thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what they actually call it. Maybe it's Team North America. I don't know if the Canadians are involved with us or if they're on the Europe team. Clearly, I don't follow golf that much. But anyway, uh, it's us versus them. So this... This happens every year, you know, every I think every other year it's there and then here. But Team Europe is competing and they are this was in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota is where this is going on. I'm getting it together right now. There you go. Sorry, I don't follow golf much. Uh, so the that's where it's taking place this year. The Ryder Cup's taking place in Minnesota and there were some European players that were having trouble getting um, putting at this one hole. Of course, you have all the spectators around and there was one guy out there that was uh, giving them some shit about it, yelling up Adam, you know, about not oh, being like able to get it. Oh, like yelling things while they were golfing? Yelling things while they were golfing about not being able to get it. He was heckling him. Now, usually, you know, golfers would ignore that or the guy would get kicked out. But instead, uh, one of the golfers called him out on it. So uh, Henrik Stenson heard the heckler bragging. So the guy was bragging about how he could make the putt. And they pulled him out of the crowd and brought him up there and put him on the green. And one of the other guys laid down 100 bucks on the ground. And said he could get a hundred bucks if he makes the same putt that they're having trouble making. Uh-huh. And so the guy, there's a video of this whole thing. He lines up, nailed the putt. Oh, got he it. made it. He made it. Oh my god. The video is pretty funny because then him and all the European, you know, they're all just hugging and stuff because it was it was pretty neat. So anyway, it's a cool video. Heckler, he's usually the kind of guy where you'd want him to fail, but in this instance, it looks like it was all in good fun. So it, it actually was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. There we go. All right, I'm going to watch that video, actually. The video, the video is pretty cool. All right, moving on to Ball Talk, there is something that actually you may be quite interested in. Okay. They have announced the halftime performer for this year's Bolo de Super. The Bolo de Super. Bolo de oh, Super. God, it isn't going to be someone as lame as Coldplay again, is it? No, I don't think it's somebody as lame as Coldplay. Would it be someone I would be excited about? Yes. Is it somebody that has never done it before? I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, yes, I'm confident saying that. No, that they have not done it they before. They have not done it before. They have not done it before. All right, I have no idea. Do you have a guess? Um, 
I'm trying to think. So Beyonce's okay. already done it. Beyonce's already done it. All right, I'll just say what it is. Just tell me. It is a solo performer. It is Lady Gaga. Yes! Really? Lady Gaga will be the halftime performer. Fuck yeah. For this year's Super Bowl. I'm kind of... Oh my gosh, I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised too. I mean, she's... Yeah, she's not like PG. No. I mean... Oh, that's awesome. No, she's, she's just not. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a great performance. Lady Gaga is a great performer. I'm sur- I am surprised they're going with her for the Super Bowl. I really like Lady Gaga. That seems Gaga. like a risky move for them. Just because she's probably going to, you know, could do something provocative. Be another nipple gate, provocative. She'd be PG-13 instead of G-rated. Uh-oh. But uh, regardless, yeah, she is definitely going to be going to be Oh, that totally makes up for, like, lame-ass Coldplay last year. Yeah, Coldplay was pretty bad. That Who were they so with? Bad. It was Coldplay and... And then uh, the crooner, the guy came out, and then Beyonce came out, too. Oh, Beyonce was part of that, And yeah. Bruno Mars. Yeah, see, Beyonce, why wouldn't she just be the performer on her own? Why would know. she need Coldplay involved? Well, I think that it was Coldplay, and then uh, like everyone realized that they made a bad decision. Oh, when... so they brought her in to save it? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's why what because it was. they brought okay. them in. So they're like, like oh, oh nobody, we chose poorly. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, get Beyonce on the plane. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, Lady Gaga will be the performer. Oh, it's being noted in chat by Chris. Uh, she sang the national anthem last time. That's right. And she yeah. nailed it. She Well, she's great. I mean, yeah. she really is a really good performer. I just, I, I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah. And I, I know she likes me. I'll prove that at the end of this uh, oh, segment. Creepy. All right. I need to make some predictions, Sarah. I need to make some predictions. And I'm going to ask for your help. Maybe I'll ask, maybe I'll ask people listening live right now if they want to help. If they want to give me a game, and I will predict it. So I'm going to post a link here in the chat. If you get a chance to go ahead and take a look at that, I will make a prediction on it. First up, I'm going to make some of my own predictions. Now, I spend hours and hours and hours and hours going over these games and the scores and analyzing different things, you know, different kinds of turf, analyzing each team, the players, the coaches. The styles. Oh my God! Will you please just get it, get it over with? And it all comes down to this: when I make my predictions, you know what? I'm going to give you one tonight. Number seven, Stanford, in Seattle, taking on number ten, University of Washington, the Cardinal versus the Huskies. Cardinal versus the Huskies. Cardinal, not Cardinals. No, it's the Cardinal. But like the. Old man like with a mustache. Cardinal. Um, yeah, sure. Old man with a what? The old, what? What? Old man with a mustache. Mm-hmm. Who is that? It's the Cardinal. An old man with a mustache. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what goes through you. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Yes, the old man with the mustache. That is what it is. We'll just say that. Uh, okay. What University of Washington versus Stanford? Big match for the Pac-12. The winner will be. Stanford, sorry, Washington. Not quite there yet. Stanford will beat the Huskies in Seattle. Oh boy. Moving on to ball talk. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, howdy. Uh, let's see. Anybody have any uh, one they want me to predict? Sarah, you go ahead and keep an eye on that. If there's not one in that chat, I'm going to have you pick it. All right. Well, so I'm giving you the, the honor. Thing? I'm sending. I'm sending you the thing. I don't know, like even where to begin to find those. The thing <laughs> has been sent. Thank you. 
All right, next matchup, Sarah. Ooh, Can we stop saying my name. I don't like it Ooh-ee. when you talk to me. Ooh, which one's it gonna be? Mm. So many choices here to go through. I think I got to move out of the Pac-12, though. We're gonna head down south. Tennessee Volunteers coming up again versus the Georgia Bulldogs. That's my Georgia accent. A Georgia peach. Mm. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't say that. I, that was. Yeah, no, no it sounds disturbing. Georgia, Georgia versus Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. Just see what I did there, though. Stop. Saw, you saw how I tied those two in there. The Bulldogs versus the Volunteers down south. <laughs> Arrested Development versus Ray. The winner is going to be Georgia. Georgia. Georgia, my man. Georgia's going to win over Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, Sarah, I need a final one here. I need a final choice. Did you do Louisville already? Louisville. Louisville? Louisville. How about number three Louisville versus number five Clemson? Oh, Nelly. We got ourselves a match up there. Louisville. Now, that is the Cardinals. Actual Cardinals. So it's a bunch of old men with Mm. mustaches. Yes, a whole bunch of old men with mustaches. Versus the Clemson Tigers. Clemson Tigers. Rawr. You know where Clemson is? Nope. South Carolina. I don't think there's a song about Clemson. Not that I'm aware of. They could make one, like a parody song for like Clemson and Clover. And, uh, Clover. What? Like Crimson and Clover. But they could do Clemson and Clover. I don't even know how that song Clover. goes. The Crimson and Clover. Over and over. You don't really know Crimson and Clover? No. It's a famous song, Greg. I, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you messing with me? No, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what that you is. You don't know Crimson and Clover? Well, not by your, uh, I mean, what? And there's also a Jimmy Eat World song that has Crimson okay, and Clover Okay, well, no, it. I'm not familiar with Jimmy Eat World's catalog. Clemson and... Crimson and Clover. Crimson and Clover. How have you not... Who Are sings you that? Are kidding me? I don't know. It's some, like, 70s song. I've just always heard it. I don't know. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to find it. I don't understand what that is. Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah. <laughs> Not familiar with the catalog. Well, you're poorer for it. Okay. Well, you'll have to find it for me. <laughs> it looks like a lot of people know what it is. I don't know. Oops. I was trying to find Crimson and Clover, and then it. Uh... Okay. Play it for me in a minute. Okay. All right. So, Clemson versus the Louisville Cardinals. It's a swarm of men with mustaches and birds that are going to take down the tiger. Louisville will beat Clemson. Now all I'm picturing is just men with mustaches as <laughs> as the mascot. <laughs> Somebody needs to have that for the mascot. But anyway, uh, Louisville will win. So there you go. Those are your predictions. And that concludes this edition of A Ball Talk. Okay. Right, a Ball start. Talk. Stop trying to do an accent. You're just not an accent Georgia. Person. Jojo. So what? Uh, what? 
Never heard this song? Oh, I like it though. Yeah, it's an awesome song. It's been covered a billion times. Oh. Crimson and clover. How have you lived on this earth and not heard this song? Is this new? Oh my god. <laughs> Huh. And just like and it like cuts out. Put ahead. Hear this part. You've never heard this. What's wrong with the recording? So infuriating. I'm just making you mad. Uh, no, I'm not gonna lie, I was not totally familiar with this song, but it is a great song. That is a good song. Hi, it's your girl Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler. That was just weird that you still felt it necessary to have to say that, to like play that part. Um, do you have Lady Gaga saying out that she's hang- hanging out with you? Oh, because that's just a weird thing to ask somebody. Hi, it's your girl Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler. <laughs> oh, before we go, we do all have, right. What do we got? Uh, we do have one thing. Uh, since it's happening this weekend, so I I uh, said that I would do this already. So this is I want to wish a very very happy birthday month to Sarah. Oh God! Oh, that is not. Oh, thank you, Sarah. That's so nice of you. Oh, tomorrow is October first, which means it begins my birthday month. Happy birthday oh, to Elvis. you. Oh, Elvis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. We just got a very strange look in just inside of the head of a Sarah Dillon right there. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Hi, it's your girl Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. So we've got quite a few things that we need to get to on Monday. I'm going to tell you this. We're going to talk about Sarah's pants. So those I mean, of you if that isn't a guarantee, I don't waiting know what is. with bated yes. breath to hear about mm-hmm. Sarah's pants. You'll definitely want to check out Monday's show here oh, at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And we also have some amazing audio that we're going to be playing on Monday. Uh, we've got a few things that have been sent in that we're going to, we're going to play some of this on, uh, on Monday. So we've got some new, some new liners and ringtones for you. But most importantly, we're going to be talking about my pants. Yes, but the big breaking but the issue big of the day story will be Sarah's will pants. Will be my pants. And the audio that we're going to be playing on Monday. So... It's not yes, audio of Sarah's friend, pants. No, the not, audio is from something else. My pants didn't make any noises. No, this, these are two separate issues yes, we're going to talk about. I just want to make sure they're separate. Nobody thinks that you took audio of my pants. No, the audio that we're going to play is different from the pants. your pants. Two different stories. Two different stories altogether. Two different storylines. Also, want to remind everybody to go to twitter.com slash funampradio and, and make sure... False. And vote. Because you know the backstory now, and Greg Nibbler is a bastard. And vote for the truth. Hashtag true equals truth. Right there. 
on our Twitter page where you can vote and make your voice heard and take your fries back from all those people that try to steal your hard-earned fries. Don't let it happen. Do the right thing. Vote true. Stop sneaky Sarah in her tracks. All right. We'll be back so on Monday weird. with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Hashtag sneaky Sarah. Just stop. You're the weirdest. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, it's your girl Lady Gaga, and you're hanging out with me and Nibbler.